Happy Friday. I have spent this day immersed in literature, out in the glorious sunshine, the plus whatever five degrees Celsius that feels basically like summer when you've been living under a pile of snow for many months, having conversations about the nature of reality that uh, oscillate from intense opinionated heatedness to a more sedate tone. And the thing that I wanted to share with you today is something that I feel strongly about, but I will advise as we continue forward that take everything you hear from me or from anyone else with a grain of salt, because I'm speaking to you from the lens of my own story. And other people are also speaking to you from the lens of their story. And who's to know who is more true? What matters is perhaps if you can find anything of use in my story to integrate into your own. So one of the coolest things that I've realized lately that has felt something like a truth to me is something that I've felt strongly enough about to buy a domain uh, name with with this idea, uh, Life the Story. So I own the domain Life the Story. <laughs> I think I might even have like a couple arbitrary blog posts up there. Um, I have not posted on there in over a year. Uh, I don't know if I ever will. We'll see. I, I have all these ideas and not all of them manifest. I, I probably have too many ideas. So Life the Story is a really cool idea to me, something I've been thinking about a lot. And something that I notice in my readings here or there, you know, if you get like obsessed with a particular idea or you have something that you're processing in the background and you start seeing evidence of it everywhere, you'll hear something someone says in conversation. You'll pick up something in an unrelated book. Like maybe you're reading a book about physics, but you're thinking about romance and then you catch something about romance in the book about physics that you make connections um, that you might not otherwise make when you're in the grip of some idea or other. This is how I feel about the idea of life being a story and one that is totally within my capability to shape. So let's give a little bit of context and what I'm trying to say. So we all grow up with some kind of story. We grow up with a cultural story, a family story, a societal story. So for example, the story I grew up with was working class parents who um, rose from, uh, you know, not having that much money to being quite well off. Uh, the kind of like work really hard career story, especially my mom. She's like such a, such a, like a power player, such a workhorse. Um, you know, the kind of typical suburban-ish kind of story. Only child grows up in nice home, has friends, goes to school, has angst and stuff like that. But it was like a pretty typical family story. I mean, I was raised Catholic and all these things too. And so I was raised with the cultural and social narrative of you go to school, you go to university, you get a job, you buy a house, have kids, and live your life. That's the template. That's the story. And that's great. But the thing is, that it's a story. And the thing that I struggled with for a long time, and I know other people who struggle with this too, is the idea that that's all there is. That that is um, your only option. 
And I used to suffocate under the weight of that. I used to feel like there has to be another way. So of course I rebelled and I did what all teenagers are apt to do and followed a totally, totally different kind of story. The kind of story where I was a uh, you know, rock musician on exploring the edge of consciousness or however I like to um, explain it. And I did end up circling back around to a more family style story, um, maybe a little bit more in the middle now. But the narrative that I, I was raised with is one that, uh, so for example, when I decided not to go to university, that was a big deal to my family. I was breaking the script. And whether or not it was a good idea is less to the point. The point being more that I was trying to create my own story. I was trying to create my own narrative. Uh, write my own tale, basically not just follow the template that I felt was empty as it could apply to me. I'm like, is there, is this all? And for some people, that's what they choose. But I think for a lot of us, the default story that we're given, be it our religion, our upbringing, where we live, the kind of job we do, are things that we don't necessarily choose. We just, we inherit uh, we do because we're supposed to, uh, but we don't really necessarily consider there's a choice involved. It's just the way things are done. And as soon as you, it's a trap to think that there's a way that anything's done just because that's what you see other people do. So for example, there are people in this world who basically anything you could imagine, like if you were to just drop your script, drop your story, the way that you've grown up, you were to just put it on the side and explore in a free-form way, what could you do if you could do anything? Ah, the age-old question. Uh, very difficult to actually answer correctly without resorting to um, old familiar scripts and excuses and, well, I can't do that. As soon as you hit on something, when you ask yourself this question that makes you think, oh, I can't do that, I guarantee that there is someone who has done that. There was someone who has made that their story and has figured it out. And in fact, the people that most of us are fascinated by, the people whose biographies we read, or um, whose stories we love to, I don't know, gossip about, are people who follow different scripts. They're doing something different. So take, for example, someone like Elon Musk thinks, uh, think what you want about him, but he does not subscribe to a particular narrative. He instead creates his own reality. He says, this is the story that I want my life to be about. I want to I want to help humans get to Mars. I want to um, basically help help humans survive uh, and uh, find ways to do that. That's that's his principle that he organizes his life around. And he does it in a way that is entirely his own. He forges his he forges his own path. He picks up the pen and he tells a story, one that most of us would consider impossible. He has done things that uh, basically everyone has thought impossible. And he's going to be sending people to Mars just with the basically the force of his um, story writing skills, perhaps. Um, and his uh, tenacity. There's a whole bunch of other traits in there too. But point being that really cool people have this tendency to create their own reality. They write their own story. They forge their own path. And their stories end up being interesting for it. 
That's not to say <laughs> that the um, interesting kind of off-script life is necessarily a better one. I think the thing that I find liberating and a little terrifying is the idea that I'm not stuck in any particular mode. So, for example, I tend to think that, um, and we do tend to get very embedded in our own personal philosophies, but I tend to think that if I don't have some kind of, uh, if there's not some kind of higher purpose, if there's not some sort of um, higher consciousness in reality, um, some people call this God. I'm a secular person. I don't, um, I'm not a religious person, but I do have a concept of uh, some kind of higher power or interconnectedness, something greater than myself. And I firmly believe it is of my opinion that a life in service of something greater than yourself makes life way more meaningful. That is a strong opinion. However, that is my story. I really like, you know, the battle of good versus evil. I like the idea of doing what I can to uh, make the world a slightly better place. All those things. That's my story. That's how I think about writing my story. How can I contribute? How can I live the next, I don't know, 40 years or more in a way that is a net positive to the planet? But, but, and this is a big one, that is not the truth for everyone. There could be someone who is totally like atheistic in their worldview, as in like, uh, there is no meaning, there is no greater meaning. It's all random. It's all chaos. Um, we live, we die, and then we disappear into an empty nothingness. This is just as valid because to someone else, this could be a principle that allows them to be the most them, to write their own story um, in a way that is is truer to them. It's very easy for me to say, no, you're wrong. <laughs> because I feel I feel like that's uh, maybe not the best template for, for living. Um, if you perceive things as meaningless um, and you have a really good life, I'd love to hear about it. And I'd love to argue <laughs> with you about it. Uh, but, but I totally believe that um, we could have different narratives of reality, have totally different experiences of it, different stories, and still have a very rich, interesting, full, meaningful life, even if you don't really believe in meaning. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, I digress. The idea is that whatever you want, um, and let's also remember, we're speaking within moral bounds, because you could say money doesn't matter. That's a collective story, too. Yeah, that's true. However, um, <laughs> disavowing money from your life is uh, you're going to have to accept the inevitable consequences of doing so. In like every major thing in life, there's going to be consequences if you go against the um, <laughs> the prevailing social norms. And, uh, you know, things like universal moral codes, ideas of not killing people or killing people or things like this is not what we're talking about when when we're talking about you can choose your own adventure and, and do what you want in this life. I mean, you can do that. You do have the freedom to execute evil if that's your uh, proclivity, I suppose, but you will also have to deal with the moral consequences of that. Oh, and just, this is totally unrelated. Well, it's not totally unrelated, a little unrelated. Um, one thing I find interesting is how so I have a three-year-old and even when she was a baby, I would notice uh, kids just have like a, 
morality does not seem like something that's learned. It seems like it's something that's baked into our DNA. It's it's in us from the time we are infants. I remember when she was a baby, like she would know when she you know did something wrong. Um, kids can can pick up on on moral cues before you even teach them. It's really fascinating. So I do think that some of this is hardwired into us, the idea of, you know, not hurting other people and things like that. So you can do what you want in this life. You don't have to subscribe to the story that you've grown up with. You can write it. You can write your own story. If you are um, currently working a job you don't like, spending too much money on a mortgage, um, feeling like you're out of control of time, you don't have time to yourself, or, you know, all these things this is a really common issue. Um, you're not stuck in that, no matter how stuck you might seem. If everyone else is living the same way, it's difficult to look at it and say, okay, I could do something different. Um, and e- something different could involve a substantial amount of pain. For example, if you quit your job, um, you're going to have to deal with the the consequences of that, right? So you're going to have to deal with the potential financial implications of that. Um, maybe you'll go into debt. Um, maybe uh, you'll you'll not hit on successes for your next financial venture. Um, there's a lot of things that could go wrong, but but and this is important, I think, is that I think it's much more interesting to write your own script despite the risks. Um, assuming, you know, you're not just being making crazy risks because that ends up making a more meaningful life. So I would be, if I was a viewer of someone else's life movie and they were working a job they hated and they were living in a house they didn't really care about spending too much money on, you know, just a bunch of luxury items that didn't matter. And I was watching their movie and be like, okay, this is uh, kind of boring. Um, <laughs> assuming the person in that story also found their life boring. Someone in that story could be like really engaged in the community and loving their job and things like that would be a fine movie to watch. But I'm talking about the, you know, the woman who like, I don't know, like cries once the kids are in bed because she just feels like, what is life? Because uh, nothing in it really makes her happy. I would be way more interested in that story if she said, you know what? I'm going to value my own um, my own story. I'm going to write my own story, whatever that is, even if it's going to be difficult, even if there's going to be struggles or screw ups, I'm going to just do it. I'm going to, what if it's simplistically quitting this job, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to sell my house and we're going to live in an, I don't know, uh, like a, <laughs> like a tiny house on the beach, um, in the middle of nowhere or something. I don't know. I'm just making things up at this point, but I would be like, okay, okay. Where's the story going? I don't know if there's going to be, um, like drama or, you know, joy or both, uh, as I'm watching, but I'm engaged as a viewer. I'm really interested. So sometimes I find it helpful when you're thinking about writing your own life story, especially if you're trying to go outside of the script that you were given. It's useful to zoom out and think of yourself as a viewer of your own life. So if you were watching your own life, what would you be thinking? If it was a television show you were watching on TV, uh, what genre would it be? Are we watching like a comedy? Are we watching a like sitcom or uh, you know a drama? Hopefully we're not watching a thriller, um, but you never know. So zoom out a little bit and think about what the story looks like because it's easier to see if you're bored or if you are dissatisfied, if you take a few 
paces outside of your own perspective. Because if you can see on the screen and you and you think like, ugh, that's not great. <laughs> You're watching something on this TV screen and you just kind of have this ugh feeling. Um that might not be a feeling you can access if you're just, um, you know, right inside of your story. Zooming out, I find, really helps. Uh, are you um, are you watching the story? Are you, like, falling asleep watching your own story? Are you yelling at the screen? Like, come on, do something. You really need to do something. Like, throwing popcorn. Like, like Linda, get out of <laughs> the 9 to 5. Like, we've been, like, yelling at the screen for years now. Um, I just think... Uh, it's not just about creating a more interesting story because a lot of terrible things can be done for the sake of interest. You know, these are the people in our lives who just stir up drama for the sake of it because they're bored. They have nothing better to do than to um, create a bunch of uh, interest <laughs> by, you know, messing things up all the time. Uh, so it's not all about being interesting. It's not about having every day be this like wild ride of drama and adventure. It's more just like, um, you're not stuck with the script you're given, and it is fully in your control to believe a different story. If you, if if the way your story is, is you're you're downtrodden, you know you're you're a victim, you're, um, you know you're the the depressed person who never gets it right, or you're the idiot who doesn't know how to do anything, so you're stuck doing whatever. I don't know whatever your story is. Um, it's not the ultimate truth. And it can be whatever you want it to be. So if I were to give you an assignment over the weekend, and myself too, because uh, I like to practice what I preach, um, and I am a teacher, so I am going to uh, put this forth as an assignment, I would suggest to just pull out a big sheet of blank paper, like maybe like an empty notebook uh, where you can just kind of explore what does your uh, movie look like? What's the genre? How do you feel about it as you're watching it? Is there anything that you are um, dissatisfied with? What scripts are you following? Did you choose the life you're living? Did you choose the path you're on? Or did someone else choose it for you? Whether that someone else be a partner, a parent, society, um, your culture, your religion. And these things can line up. So you may choose something for yourself consciously that is say a part of your religion so it's not one without the other necessarily um, but the idea is to see okay how much of the way you're living your life is under your own pen and like it's it's in your hand you you've been writing it that's the that's the thing i think for a happy life one that you really feel like awake and alive for it has to be one that you've chosen for yourself, not just when you're given. It has to be one that you've written for yourself. Even if it's simple, even if it ends up being very similar to other people's stories, that's okay. So we're not all going to be Elon Musk here. But think outside the box a little and uh, ask some questions and I will do the same. Thank you for spending time with me. I'll catch up with you later.